Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. Well, for months now, we've been following the epic saga of the people of Israel. Starting with Abraham and the covenant God made with him to make his descendants as numerous as the stars of the heavens. Then on to Isaac and then Jacob, who became Israel and fathered the 12 sons who would go on with their families to live in Egypt and eventually be enslaved by Pharaoh. And then hundreds of years later to be liberated by Moses, who led the people through the wilderness for 40 years. And then on to Joshua, who finally led Israel into the promised land, where they then spent generations fighting for their land with varying levels of success based on their faith and obedience to God. Well, now the Old Testament takes a brief pause from the gripping tale of the Israelites to showcase the story of Naomi, a seemingly random Israelite woman, and her family. Naomi was married to an Israelite named Elimelech, and they had two sons. When a famine overtook their country, they decided to move their family to Moab, outside of Israelite territory, so that they could survive. Elimelech then dies while in Moab, and their two sons end up marrying Moabite women while living there, named Ruth and Orpah. Then, likely in some kind of tragic event, Naomi's two sons both died, leaving her alone with her two daughters-in-law, who loved Naomi and wanted to stay with her to help care for her. But Naomi decides that it's best to move back to the land of Judah and instructs her daughters-in-law to return to their family's home in Moab, since Naomi was now poor because of the death of her husband, and she wouldn't be able to take care of them. Orpah agrees to go back to her family, but Ruth refuses to leave Naomi's side. Quote, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go, and where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people." On thy God, my God. So they too went until they came to Bethlehem. End quote. Well, to make a long story short, after returning from the land of Moab to Israel, Ruth ends up getting remarried to a nice guy named Boaz, who was a near kinsman to her first husband, and they live happily ever after, providing for Naomi's well being also for the rest of her life. All right. So why is this seemingly insignificant story inserted into the middle of the Old Testament? Well, I don't know for sure, but let me share the big two takeaways for me from this story. First, when Ruth made the choice to leave her homeland to relocate with Naomi back to the land of Judah, that was a huge sacrifice for her. She left her family, her friends, people who spoke her language, everything. She would never see Moab again. That's like me moving from the United States to Africa without cell phones, airplanes, or any means of ever communicating with my old life again. Ruth made this sacrifice, and she did it to serve someone she loved. She sacrificed her old life and chose to consecrate her new life to serving Naomi and her new God. Because of these choices that Ruth made, God took care of her and helped her to find Boaz, who loved her and provided for her and Naomi, and allowed Ruth to finally have children of her own something that had not happened with her first husband. As Ruth discovered with her new God, when we choose to make sacrifices in order to more fully consecrate our time and talents to the Lord, the Lord recognizes this effort and helps provide for us. As we strive to care for his children, as Ruth did with Naomi, he strives to care for us. The second takeaway I get from this story has to do with the downstream impact of Ruth's decisions. 
After marrying Boaz, she gives birth to a son named Obed. When Obed grows older, he has a son named Jesse, who in turn is the father of the future great king of Israel, David, making Ruth the great-grandmother of King David. Now, why was David chosen to be king of Israel? Ruth no doubt learned the words of Moses and lived by them with her family. Quote, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. End quote. I'm sure Ruth taught her son Obed to love God and love his children, who then passed this faith and dedication on to Jesse, who raised David to be the faithful, valiant king for the Israelites. It's not out of the question that David may have actually known Ruth. As his great-grandmother, she may still have been alive when he was young. And then, of course, Joseph, the husband of Mary, the mother of Jesus Christ, was a direct descendant of King David, making Jesus a descendant of Ruth. Would Joseph have been chosen to be Mary's husband if some of Ruth's devotion to the Lord hadn't trickled down over the generations to him? In other words, Ruth's decision to move to Israel and serve the Lord, which at the time I bet went unnoticed by everyone in the world outside of her family and town, it led to the development of the greatest king in Israelite history, as well as the birth of our Savior Christ himself. If it wouldn't have been for Ruth, we would not have the story of Mary and Joseph as we know it. They would have never traveled to Bethlehem to be counted in the census. They wouldn't have found refuge in the stable. They wouldn't have given birth to Christ in a manger. The history of Christianity would have been completely different, if not for the decision of Ruth, a normal person like you and me, the decision to take care of her mother-in-law and to accept God into her life. So the story of Ruth gives me hope. Like Ruth, when I was 24 years old, I made the choice to follow God, to accept Jesus Christ as my Savior. I sacrificed so much to make this decision. I gave up activities that I enjoyed doing. My relationships with my family and friends changed in significant ways. I had the most amazing job working in Malibu, California on the beach that I had to permanently leave when I eventually made the decision to serve a mission at age 26. Since then, to the extent I've known how, I've tried to consecrate my life to my new God, serving his children as best I can. And because of that, I believe that God has enabled the success that I've had in my life since I made those decisions. He helped me to find my amazing wife and has given us three great children and has helped direct us to the various career moves that have put us where we're at today in life. I believe that. And I believe that to the extent that you and I sacrifice the parts of our lives that pull us away from God— and consecrate our time, talents, resources to serving him, that he will continue to assist us to find happiness in this life and eternal life in the world to come. And while I, like Ruth, may not make an earth-shattering impact on the world myself, let's just say that this podcast is not on any top 10 lists, maybe my kids will, or maybe my grandchildren or great-grandchildren if I do my best to teach my kids to love God and his children, and they pass that on to their kids, maybe one of them will change the world. So as you and I wade through our daily lives, trying to decide what choices to make, let's remember that God loves us and is mindful of the decisions we make. As we choose to serve him, he will put us in a position to change the world 
whether through our own lives or those of our descendants. What may seem like small choices to you and me now may have a dramatic impact in the lives of others. You and I are important to God, and every choice we make matters. Every action we take has either positive or negative downstream effects. As we strive to follow Jesus Christ, let's try to make good choices with our time and how we treat others as much as possible so that, like Ruth, we can bring peace and salvation to generations to come. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.